0: the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateras, John Malika, and Ricey on the Beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex is Harris here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks Shits, et podcast. And with me is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with a plan, the dude who's at MSG himself, who's there for the first fucking playoff game. John Malika, John, what's going on, bro? Oh,
1: dude. It's been a, it's been a long day, but the, we're going to keep it. We're going to try to keep it positive, man. I'm good. Everything is good. I was at that first MSG game. I'm going to be at every single home game for the first series. The MSG was as advertised yesterday. It was pandemonium in there. It was also, just for some perspective, the first time that I've personally been around other people, strangers with no masks. But in this case, the entire section was full shoulder to shoulder, no masks. We're going raw out there, Alex. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy out there at Madison Square Garden. People were yelling. I couldn't even get a beer at the concession line. Completely different atmosphere from like the last four or five games, man. So I, I'm 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 on like this like crazy up and down. Like I went in, I was euphoric, and then I like hit a really low, and now I'm kind of I'm kind of evened out here on uh, on Monday evening. But how you doing, dude? Uh, everybody's been asking about you. Everybody, uh, wants to know how you're doing. Um, so let the people know how you are, how your family is, and then, uh, let us know how, how it was watching your first Knicks game from good old Westchester. Thank God you're not in Boston, man.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for asking, man. You know, honestly, it's, uh, for people who don't know who listen to this podcast, uh, unfortunately I lost my grandmother, my father during, uh, to COVID two weeks within two weeks. And, uh, it's been, it's been a lot within a month for, uh, our family, but, you know, we're just, we're taking it day by day, man. That's, that's all you can do. That's all we can say. And that's, uh, it's an adjustment, you know, it's definitely an adjustment, especially when you're losing a parent, you know, from a mother, you know, I'm not gonna get into her feelings, but losing a grandma is different than losing your father. So it's, it's just an, it's, I don't wish this, I mean, I don't wish this upon anybody, although it's, it's part, it's a natural pot process of life, but, uh, feels like it's too early for me to lose my father, but we're taking it day by day, man. That's all we do. And we're going to celebrate his life and let his legacy live on. And that's it, man. But awesome, awesome. I just like our pray, our thoughts and prayers are with you, man. People,
1: insane amount of people have been hitting me up. About, about you, about Alex. How's Alex doing? I'm like, yo, just h- ask him yourself. But I just wanted to, you know, verbalize it. Um, uh, we all love you, man. And, uh, we're here with you. And we, we, I mean, so many people have been asking me about your thoughts on the Knicks games too. So we're hyped that the first half notes are back. The second half, <laughs> Alex notes are back. Like we're hyped, man. We're so hyped. So how was that first game, man? how's that first game back in Westchester from the
0: TV? Oh my God, man. I was watching on the big screen. Uh, watching on a big screen. Like we have a big screen back up in Boston too, but my pops before he, my pops likes to deck out. He My pops love TV. So he got a 72 inch TV that was just watching the game on with the fa- full surround sound. So I was watching that game. It was Dude, I wish I was in that arena. That arena looked like it was rocking; it was ready to go. You're wearing the We Here shirt right now that they're giving out that double, that XL—not the double XL, but XL—they're giving out XL shirts for you. John's rocking it right now for this podcast. It is, it is beautiful to see. Just to have the New York Knicks back in the playoffs—it's wild. But, dude, watching it from home, seeing a full-fledged of fans in the stands—it was actually kind of trippy. I was actually having a little like, you know, I just got the second vaccine this past Friday, so. uh <laughs> So we don't, know, we don't know which one it was, whether it was the next game or the, or the symptoms
1: from the second dose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, not a lot of, thankfully, I only had like a little bit of shivers and like a little headache and, and it was a little hot during the night, but it, it, it passed through very quickly. Team Pfizer, man. Pfizer game. Over here. <laughs> but dude, I was actually a little, I was a little nervous seeing all those people in the stands. I was like, I'm not used to this. I was like, we all good. This is all right. Are we, are we doing everything right here? What, what's happening? <laughs> This is a little weird, weird, but it was weird, see, man. but to watch the garden erupt, I can only imagine what it was like. Cause you were there, you had the full on experience, but to see the garden erupt every time that the Knicks were like making a comeback. Cause they were down in the first half and they were, they were inching and clawing their way back up into the game. And then when you had the RJ dunk on Bogdan, it was just like, dude, I jumped from my seat. I was just, I was, you know, rj with that dunk man that's iconic that <laughs> honestly the knicks would need to win that thing that thing would have been a poster if the knicks just won that first game it's still going to be a poster but there would be a little bit more emphasis to that one if rj and then, have you, you know, seen it have
1: you seen that poster
0: it's out. It's out. It's there's out? Pic-
1: yeah, there's a picture of, uh, I've seen, with Jay I've seen it with I, the, like right, right in midair. It's crazy. I mean, we, we, we can't, we can't be too excited about it. Cause as you mentioned, you know, it, it was an L, but it, the poster's out, man.
0: I, I you it know, looks I, good. Fun fact. Shout out to our, our for, for, for one of our guests that we had on Larry Hammonds, who, who's rooting for the New York Knicks now. He <laughs> actually has his profile pick. As RJ Barrett cocking back for the dunk with Bogey's head in his hand. So that's an, that's an amazing Photoshop, by the way. Shout out to our guy, Larry. But dude, I have not seen the poster. And honestly, this is where making that win, having that win would have made it much more savory with that dunk. It's still a savory dunk. Don't get me wrong. That dude, (laughs) he rose past to him out in transition. He caught that, tomahawked it. Dude, I would, so emphatic and to hear the garden i wish you got to let me know dude what was the atmosphere like hearing rj make that dunk because it was just insane dude that, honestly that was insane also you didn't even tell us where we were sitting so tell us where you were sitting and what that dunk was like
1: oh okay so i was uh exactly mid-court 211 row one uh, for this game so it was pretty nice so i could like stand up and you know, kind of like lean over on on the rail, yell a lot, so it was it was it was a little bit more comfortable than I'm sure uh the other sections were, but just for that r j Barrett dunk specifically the i mean the garden went absolutely bonkers mm. went insane, but it was after a build up right like we we had already went crazy after the obi dunk like we were already going through the ups and downs of the game, so we were kind of ready for it. You know what I mean? So what was the, the, the contrast to that? What was so weird and eerie? Besides the fact that it was exactly a seven o'clock start, which is, which is kind of weird. It was so tense in there a- as if it was a game seven, like the, just at tip off, it felt like, mm. it, fe- it felt like. This game meant so much. It wasn't just a game. You know, it is just a game. It's just a playoff game. It's just a one out of seven. But it felt, especially, like, as soon as the ball tipped, the the lights felt brighter than every other game. As you said, it was packed, so it, it, it was surreal, and you could kind of hear, like, a little bit of murmurs. But every shot that went up, it was like, <gasps> like, as if, like, the place was just trying to explode, right? And... <laughs> I really think that's why the first 10 minutes was absolutely abysmal basketball on both sides of the, of the court. Oh, yeah. I really think that's because of, like, you want to know how crazy the garden was? It was so crazy that no, nobody could score the ball on either side. And I don't think anyone's defense was good. Both teams are getting good looks. And the whole time I'm like, Oh man, we're getting so lucky the Hawks aren't hitting these shots. We're getting so lucky. I'm like literally staring at the scoreboard for the, for as long as I can remember in the first quarter, like, oh my goodness, how are we 14%? Oh my goodness, how are we like 23%? Like I'm just staring at it the whole time. Like how, how are we going to sustain this? So to ask, to answer your question, the RJ Barrett dunk was insane, but we had that build up from the OP dunk. Right, that 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 I also want to get into, and we also kind of already went through like the nervous emotions of that beginning first quarter. So by the time we got to the RJ dunk, we already we're already back in the flow of things. You know what I mean? Which, not to foreshadow too much, but that's exactly where we have to be for game two, man. We have to be in like this is comfort. This is what it is. We can't be nervous, man. There was so much nervous energy, and Julius carried that the whole damn day.
0: Yeah, no, you could definitely tell that there was some nervous energy watching the Knicks, even the Hawks play. It was very choppy in the beginning. And I think it's fine. They're both very young teams trying to figure their own, get their own footing right in, into this league. You have Trey, the Trey Young led Hawks, who this is their first playoff appearance. You have the Julius Randle led Knicks, which is their first playoff appearance. And also we're a very young team, you know, and that's why it, it wasn't shocking when you had the first unit. Not play so well, but the second unit, which was D Rose and Taj Gibson. And they, it seemed like they, since because of the veteran presence, they were able to calm some nerves. And we watch Emmanuel quickly, who just isn't wavered at all. I think he was he's just, oh, com- he's, he's just comfortable. Oh in the big my spotlight, goodness, because was, man. Because Kentucky, man, that's, that's just what they breed. And you just see it every single time that he just steps on the court, even during the regular season. Sure. He has some, uh, he doesn't, he's not always on, but that's just the nature of who he is coming out of college. We, all, we, we know at this point that he's not uh, a consistent shooter yet. He, he will be. It's shown that he has had inconsistencies. But as it's a pure, shooter. bro. But, it's just
1: pure. His yeah. game is pure, man. It's His so happiness.
0: Pure. Oh my goodness. Dude, it's, I love it's us. it. It's us on the court. I know. And I love that he's so happy he's playing. That's why I'm not worried about IQ. I think he's going to have actually a really good series. I think yesterday is actually a tall telling sign. I was really happy about the way Obi Toppin played yesterday too, because Obi is really starting to get comfortable. Obi went two from three, one for two from three, had the five points, you know, one rebound, one assist, but you just saw he was very comfortable on the court. He had a dunk. Yeah, the dunk was just insane. And you could see that he was comfortable making the rotations of course, he didn't do a great job making rotations. He allowed get ga- I think it was Gallinari. He gave like an open shot to or or bog or bogey. I forget who. I'd have it was to watch Gallo it in his hair, bro. Yeah, ga- I think it was Gallo because <laughs> that stupid like my two k my two k player creation <laughs> hair is like ridiculous. Yo, I'm gonna give the, the crazy uh, mohawk. Come
1: on, bro. I don't even know what's coming, dude. Go from just- such a little innocent Italian guy.
0: <laughs> to to that this makes no sense. I don't even know. You're in Atlanta. It's not. It's not even like that's the hairstyle. I feel like, but who knows? That's not for me to judge. But anyway. <laughs> Obi, you saw that he got comfortable too. But I think with having Rose and Taj out there who have been in the playoffs, who have that, they have a lot of experience. I think them with the second unit, you saw that they were able to calm guys down and really get them into rhythm. And Derrick Rose, man, Derrick Rose had a game himself. Even Taj Gibson, the way he played. I mean, Taj has just been reliable this entire season. But the second unit was really what came, came alive. Second half is where we started to see it go through, right? That's what we saw. We saw RJ Barrett starting to catch a little bit of fire. We saw you know Reggie Bullock starting to hit a couple of shots not really though but he hit a few shots New Orleans Noel was playing really good I I I mean let me Taylor that back. You played a yeah. decent D because the pick and roll was just, this yeah. is where we're going to, we're about to get, yeah, we're about we're to gonna get into that. that. Yeah. We're going to get into that. But the guy who deserves a lot of credit, the X Factor yourself, himself, the man that you've been chanting all season long, who needs to get paid and we need to keep this guy on the team, man, is Alec Burks. Dude was in his bag the fourth quarter. Dude put, he put the team on one. Okay. If we just had a regular game from Julius Randle, when we're, we're talking about a win, it's, we're calling this game over, but, it is what it is. And it, you know, a lot of people are co- come down to saying it's a Frank Nilkina, uh, defensive play that lost oh the game, but I don't want to hear God. that. Oh and my I, God. We
1: have to get into that. I too, don't even want to hear that. Dying inside.
0: I don't even want to hear that. I really don't want to hear that because yeah. there was no defensive paint presence either. It was just like an easy walk in for Trey Young. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but overall, and we can start picking at the games after this. Overall, yeah. I'm not too concerned. Yeah. Because the Knicks show that they can compete. They played mm-hmm. their great, they were able to, you know, their defense wasn't up to par in the first half, but that was because their offense was just so bad that they were getting frustrated. But once the second unit came in and started scoring, you saw that defense start to tick back up to where it normally is. And then it just became a chippy game, just as the playoffs do. It's a slow paced game. You know, it's each, each one is each basket counts in a different value than it does during the regular season. And we saw that. Okay. We just saw yeah, that. So yeah. I'm not worried about this team. I think they're going to bounce back in game two just mm-hmm. to get that all out of way. But overall good showing from the Knicks from not being in the playoffs for eight, eight seasons, but there's a little things that we can clean up here and there. All right. Now that yeah. I said that, unless you want to add anything else, we can start getting into the pickies of the game and really, really start breaking this down.
1: Yeah, no, I I don't really want to add much. I just, I think that we need to, Praise Taj Gibson a little bit more for yesterday. He was he was the king of the court for us. Without Taj Gibson, we we lose this game by fifty. So like I, uh, I I'm I'm so happy with even Leon Rose clapping him up as he's going back to the bench. Like, thank thank God for Taj Gibson. Alec Burks looking like Penny Hardaway out there, and it's not the first time he did it. I, I think it's hilarious. That everyone uh that I saw at least on social media is like, who is this guy? He's never gonna do that again. I'm just like, yo.
0: Do you watch beware. every
1: game? Yeah, beware. Be aware of Alec Burks, man. He's he is our guy. So nothing new there. I, I do want to point out you did mention it. It was the first playoff game for not only our young guys, like you mentioned, for the rookies, RJ Barrett, Obi, IQ. But also for Julius Randle. And, you know, is what it is. For some reason, they all got comfortable quick you know, quickly. Uh, no pun intended. And Julius Randle, maybe he has a lot of stress. You know what I mean? For because he has you know a lot on his mind for being the MVP. You know, talk the you know he he is the leader of the Knicks. It's nerve wracking. It was loud in there. Nobody is like I'm telling you, Alex. I'm sitting there. I was obviously nervous driving to the game, but I'm saying like as I'm sitting there, it's it, I have this nervous energy. And if I'm feeling that, so is he. We've we've all been in a pandemic. Nobody has been around fifteen thousand people. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, no human has done that in America or anywhere else for that matter. So uh, I I, I just want to give kind of leeway there because how I'm going to wrap this up, too, is not only do I think we're going to come back game two, I think we're going to blow them out. I think game two is going to be an absolute blowout, and it's going to be, one, because of us, and two, because Atlanta might be like, hey, you know what? We stole one at the Garden we're good to go we have a home home field advantage so usually you know teams pull back a little bit in game two and we're gonna be super hyped back against the wall and now let's talk about the adjustments that need to be made Alex because holy God almighty you mentioned it if if we get ruined by the pick and roll like we did in game one like it it, it was basketball 10 not maybe not 101 basketball 102. Right? Like, you learn how to dribble and pass first, and then the first play you learn, number one, pick and roll. Always one, right? <laughs> that's always a call on the basketball team. And God, we had no clue what to do. I know that we have no, no defensive presence, so we're trying to go back on Clint Capella. But dude, we are giving Trey Young the basket. Like, that's the game plan. Like, Tibbs, I love you, dude. I, I'm not gonna say anything about your rotations. Like, I'm really not gonna fight it too much. But yo, give Trey Young the three-pointer. Let him, let him Steph Curry us. Seriously. Let him, let him drop 50 with threes. Like, let him do that, bro. But we have to start, we have to start getting under the screens. Stop going over the screens. That's it. No more. Just stay under. Let him shoot. Let him shoot his threes and kind of double back and, and, and like cheat a little bit with John Collins and Clint Capella.
0: Because yo, dude, that was so tough to watch. I am. 100% 100% agreement with you. I think we need to stop allowing because when he gets into the paint, he starts opening up for everybody else. That's why we saw Bogey actually. And this is like it's it's not a major fear, but this is what I was talking about earlier. You know, when we talked, when we were talking with Claudio about should we have the Miami Heat, should we have the Atlanta Hawks? And I told you, Clint Capella, Bogey, Gallo. You know, we talked about Collins. These are the guys that you worry about because Trey Young is just that dynamic and the way he's able to draw fouls just because of how quick he is, and he could just stop on a dime and get guys from behind just to hit him. Which I really just hate. I really just hate. Granted, it wasn't as egregious because the Knicks had more free throw attempts than the Hawks, but the fact that that is the way that he's getting to the line is just irritating to me. I really, I really can't, I really can't stand it. But let's talk, let's talk about this pick and roll because you bring up a very good point, and it is because Trey Young is leading the pick and roll because he is the primary ball handler. Yesterday, do you know how many points that the Hawks scored? Uh, with the pick and roll ball handler,
1: I I honestly don't, but I'm very nervous about this
0: number. Thirty eight points. They wow. shot forty eight and a half percent for the pick and roll ball handler. Thirty eight wow. points. Now because of that, you know, now the 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 pick and roll roll man not as egregious, not as egregious. You know, they only had nine points, but they shot fifty. City, bro. But they had, but they, but they finished fifty seven percent. Of their uh of their field goal attempts, yeah, but it wasn't. And they just took seven. Two. It was just seven. It was just seven attempts. They fit. So they finished four
1: mm-hmm.
0: of them. But still, but there were you lobs, have you- right? Yeah. Are, if they're if they're telling me there was four, I'm pretty sure that there was four lobs. No, they were pre- there. I think I'm pretty sure there were predominantly lobs. But regardless, just in the pick and roll alone, right now we're not going. to – The issue is that Noah Noel well, one isn't like Mitchell Robinson, who's just that of adept at stopping the pick and roll. His reach, his reach is, yeah. a, is a farther away. Yeah. No, no, no shorter. That's <laughs> just, at the end of the day, that's just what it is. But it's not necessarily that he's shorter. It's that Mitch also has just the athleticism to stick with a yeah. guard, too, a lot True. better than, than Noel. Um, but True. it's really that the ball hander, Trey Young himself is just so dynamic and scoring with the floater or just shooting threes and whatnot. And that's why we can't allow him to get into the paint. You see, right? And you know, you notice it too because once he gets in there, it's like, oh no, what am I doing? Am I, am I guarding the lob or am I guarding the floater? Because yeah. he can do either one. Thirty-eight points, thirty-eight points, and keep in mind that's what they did to get fifty points. The Knicks and the Hawks tied with fifty points in the paint.
1: Yeah, so I, I don't fifty I points don't, came from the freaking pick and roll, <laughs> and, and I and I don't think that I, I think that the game plan was actually to keep Trey Young out of the paint, but I think that's pretty short-sighted because there's no way if, Sorry. if we're
0: going 47 points 47 points came from the pick- <laughs> out of 50 out of 50
1: out of 50 that's fine but like how how can you it's short-sighted how can you guard trey young if you're going over the screen how can you give him that expect help and protect the basket it's just impossible it's not going to happen if 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 we're able to collapse on that and bullet can get it from the wing, it's going to go out to Bogey, like you said. If RJ can collapse on it, it's going to go to Hooder. He's going to hit, or Hunter, and they're going to start hitting their shots. Which also, they're really good. People, yeah. are like, people are yelling in the garden. Who is this guy? Who like they're good? Hey, <laughs> you know, right? good, man. Yeah, I mean, like actually really good. I like. I, I know he's white.
0: I know he's white, but he's good. Like they're really good at basketball. For for our producer Rice, he represent Albany area. Okay, kid went to Shenandoah. Right. All right. That's right. Put some respect on Kevin Herter's name, representing New York. Some upstate New York, man. And we, it's tough, man. We, (laughs) dude, we can't, we
1: cannot, we cannot let John. I mean, I'm not going to praise myself for saying that we need an interior defender. Everybody knows that, but yo, John Collins, man. John Collins. He didn't even need a pick and roll. John Collins just needed to just, he just
0: slashed on
1: us all day long.
0: Yeah, man. Five that for nine. first half, five for nine from the feet five for nine from the field, two for four from three point land, had twelve points on us. Dude is dynamic. I feel like that was all in the first half. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like that was all. Like, I don't.
1: The first half in time, like timing wise, I think I looked out on my phone. It ended at like seven fifty four, which is insane for not only a playoff game, a regular season game, but fifty four minutes with the timeouts, with everything. It was so fast. On the flip side, if I like John Collins, I had 150 points on us in the first half. I, was, I kept looking up at his stats, like this guy's killing us. Every rebound, every point, he was he was a part of every play. Sometimes I'm even going to give credit to the Knicks. We were boxing them out, like straight up boxing them out, and they'd still get the rebound. Like it would just like fall to them, like on a long shot. Or so there were, there were there was a couple of lucky bounces, but if I'm going to be critical of anything it's going to be of the game plan on the pick and roll I'm not going to be critical of their of the offensive shots like as you said they were good shots dude our offense like we took good shots on offense they just didn't fall I think that Reggie Bullock is going to do a little bit better right I think that Julius Randle is going to do a little bit better like their their stats were absolutely atrocious and I don't really expect 27 from Burks, but I expect about 20 points from Burks. Like maybe he's not going to shoot 70% from the field, you know, but I I I think he's, I think he's going to, I think he's going to do
0: well. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think he is going to do well. Um, I think Burks are going to do well. I'm not too worried. It's really the thing that it's just Julius Randle, man. Our first unit. If we look, if we go back to it, Barrett had a slow start. Pretty sure went two from eight in the first half. You had Randall who was just ice cold and then Bullock who has been on fire since the all-star break just went cold too. And we need those three guys in the first unit to give us a chance to win, especially Julius Randall, especially Julius Randall because he's been carrying us this entire season. I think he will bounce back. You know, I think he was getting the jitters out. I think he was getting a feel for understanding the atmosphere. I think both teams were, like I said at the beginning, but that's really where it comes down to, man. If we're talking about Julius Randle hitting some more shots and playing his normal game, this game's a cakewalk, honestly. Exactly. Exactly. Man, this game's a cakewalk. I walk.
1: could not agree more. And Alex, honestly, as I was sitting watching this game, like I, I wasn't really looking at my phone or anything, but after the game, I started to, you know, just see like what everyone's saying. I know that we were all engulfed with the last, you know, 37 seconds of the game and mm-hmm. that was crazy but let's talk a, a, a little bit before that just a little bit before that with like three minutes 40 i, don't, I think it was like three minutes 20 seconds three minutes 40 seconds left
0: mm-hmm.
1: they had they i'm not sure if they just took took in the lead or it was a one-point game but they were they finally closed the gap right they finally closed it and julius randall had the ball back at the three-point line, and there was maybe like seven seconds still left on the shot clock, but he was doing nothing, and he had the ball, and he hesitated. That hesitation, and then he swung it to the to the corner. I forgot if it was RJ that took the three, and it was a miss, but it was, a, it was, a, it was the end of the shot clock. It was just like a chuck at the end of the shot clock. That, to me, was the turning point of this game. It was like three minutes left, a hesitation by Julius. We needed a bucket. We had no offensive play. It was basically the ISO Julius, and he hesitated. And not only did he kind of put his teammate in a bad spot with the shot clock, you know, ending. That was like the second or third time that happened with the Knicks during this game where it was like four, like three, four seconds left and then somebody just chucking it to somebody for a quick shot. I think Burks hit one. RJ might have hit one. And then there was like, I think, I don't know if we had a shot clock violation per se, but I think there was two turnovers, you know, right at the end there. And then we had that really bad shot with three minutes left i think i I literally turned to my friend uh mina who was sitting next to me and i was like hey man like that's the turning point in the game right there like we finally they we we were up the whole game i know i was saying we don't deserve to win this game we played like trash all game as it was going on and we were up as soon as they took the lead and we and that was how he responded It was over. I was like, yo, they, they took all the air out of, out of this arena. They took all the air out of the Knicks. And honestly, the Knicks aren't confident that they could score. Julius Randle isn't confident that he could score. We don't have an offensive play. Like for me, like that's when the switch went on was like, all right, yo, game one could be an L. Like
0: to be honest with you. Nah, that's, that's an astute observation. And it's moments like that, right? Turnovers, the hesitation, not getting the shot when you need it in that moment. That you can start seeing confidence go down, right? And it happens, whether it's playing at a high stakes game, such as in the NBA playoffs or even in pickup where, you know, you got, you just need one or two points and you just mess it up and the team comes back and they win and they go on a run. And the game is about confidence, right? Julius Randle was not confident because I think you saw that he was getting frustrated because his shots were not going in. You saw that he was forcing a lot of shots and, yeah, but dude, they were his shots.
1: They were, they were his I, thought he was getting so, I was getting frustrated too. They were his Kawhi Leonard baseline shots. He took like four or five of them and I saw, you're right. He was so mad. And I was too. I was like, dude, dude these are his
0: shots. But that's bro. the thing. You shooters got to shoot with confidence. They can't shoot out of frustration, right? So he's shooting out of frustration. And the thing is that if you're not feeling it, you got to get into It's what I like about RJ a lot. RJ, when he's not hitting a shot, he's like, all right, I'm not hitting my shot right now. Let me just grab the rebounds. Let me push and train, Let me push. Let me have a good floor game to get myself in the groove. And let me let the game come to me, right? Randall, what he needs to is like, all right, let the game come to me. Let me get that easy lay in. Let me start getting that easy open look jumper. All these other things. He's taking his shots, but you could just see he was nervous and he was forcing it out of frustration because these are his shots, right? He's second guessing himself. When you have that hesitation, you're second guessing yourself coming down the stretch. He went six for twenty three. That's shooting of that's that's shooting of frustration and second guessing yourself. That's not shoot. You know, that's what happens these. That's what happens in these games. And I would say he and I'm I'm pretty confident he's going to bounce back. There's no way he's going to let this happen, especially with Trey Young. Especially with Trey Young talking nonsense. Trey Young talk, it's, he's, he's shushing the crowd and whatnot. And I get why he's shushing the crowd. People are calling him like, yeah, can we like, talk
1: about that? Can we talk about that real quick, Alex? Cause like that was, it was kind of hostile, man. Like the F Trey Young chants were loud. I didn't know that it was going to be on the TV, but it had to be like it, bro, was, it was on the TV. It, honestly, was lu- it was too much, bro. It was loud. It was I, like kind of like, what's, what's going on? It's all, uh,
0: I don't get it. Like I don't know if I get the dislike of Trey Young and his foul hunting. Yeah. But the F Trey Young was just was too kind of, much. Uh, it was, that was something I was not expecting. I don't know why. Like game two it would make sense. Like if, if, if game one was normal
1: and it ended like it ended, game two, F Trey Young, no problem, justified. <laughs> like, yeah, was, 100%. No,
0: no problem. Fresh but out like, of the gate is kind of, it was it's, tough, that's hostile,
1: man. It was, dude. It was tough. And honestly. And the thing is, dude, like, I don't want to, I'm embarrassed to say it out loud because like I'm a diehard Knicks fan. But as soon as that was happening, I turned to, like, my friend. I was like, dude, like, this is not going to end well. Well, like, Trey Young is going to, is going to kill us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were, like, I, I was at the last Atlanta game. I saw what happened when Trey Young was about to get into it. And when Trey Young got out of the game because he got hurt. And
0: this is what I was saying. This is what I was, t- when people talk about wanting the Hawks, I get wanting the Hawks. Totally, totally get it. If you don't like, if you're, if you're intimidated by Anthony, that's fine. I started to lighten up and say, I'm not really that worried about Miami, even though, yes, I watched the Bucks game. I did watch the Bucks game. That was a really good game, by the way. I like that game. It was like, it was a brick fest, not in the sense that everyone was missing their shots, but it was like a slug fest, I should say. It was, it was more of a slug fest than anything else, not a brick fest, but yeah. Well, they're getting blown out right now in game two and Claudio was chirping at us because <laughs> <laughs> he wanted the heat, but you know, but you know, the heat are going to bounce back and do those type of things. That's how they, that's how they roll. That's how they roll. They have that, they have that pat riley mentality and the new york knicks have that mentality because guess what pat riley jeff and gundy jeff on tom thibodeau don't worry we're here we're here people i'm not i'm confident about uh game two but i just did not agree with the f trey young chance uh too so much it's too early too early for that too early for that game two he's is not, gonna be it, it needs to be he's louder not, He's That's not the problem now it is now it's it a problem but the yeah. thing is but the thing is He's not our villain. I don't get this. He's not our like. What, what has he, he done is. to us? Now he is, but he didn't do anything before. Now he is. And it's shushing the crowd. Did you see? Did you see Reggie Bullock's uh, comment on the, his uh, IG? He's taking little, notes, man. Little, but, the little, little, little note emoji.
1: Oh no, yeah. The Classic. Over. But honestly, we. I don't want to say we deserve that. But We deserve. We deserve Trey nah, We Young to hit that buzzer beater. Just, 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 just the way the the Garden was and how the knicks responded to the hawks kind of coming back the only thing we didn't deserve man and i screamed it as soon as it happened that ray allen bogey three in the corner oh my god oh my god that was right in front of my that was right in my grill man that was right in my grill i I saw go through rj's hands the ball slipped right through bogey as soon as it went up literally all I promise you all I was thinking in my head was Ray Allen. That's a Ray Allen three. That's the Ray Allen three. It clicked in. And I was like, dude, this is going to be a tough one.
0: Like, you know, like, we're, it's going to be hard to come back from all this. Yeah, for sure. And the thing is like we deserve that. That was a tough three. I don't say we deserve it, man.
1: Trey Young, like we like we also we knew Trey Young was going to get his get going to get his. Like we 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 just knew that. So like, you're kind of poking the bear, right? Like just like, you know, I don't know. F. Trey Young was really hostile, man. Like, I I don't know. I I get that it's funny. It's funny and it's cool, whatever. But like, I'm sitting there, like, nothing happened. Like, the game just started. It's like, F. Trey Young. I'm like, yo, (laughs) like, okay. And then, like, did that contribute? Does that contribute to the, like, on a human, like, standard? Does it contribute to the refs giving Trey Young the benefit of the doubt on a foul? Like, does it, does it, like, At some point, like, we know he gets the fouls. We know he gets these close calls anyway. Does it maybe, like, even .01, you know, just like, yo, this guy's getting tortured in here. The, the, the environment is so hostile and he's getting hit. So, like, that's, it's gonna be a foul. Like, not that we should, you know, obviously we're gonna go harder next game. I'm just wondering if, like, these things have anything to do with it. Because, again, from my perspective, Alex, and I alluded to it, I, I feel like I watched a little bit of a different game from what the fans are watching on TV. I don't think the refs did a bad job this game. I really, I really truly don't think the refs did a bad job. I, I, we we, we can com- 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 complained about the refs all year. We're not like, we're not sitting here like a, po- like a ref apologist. So me and you I would complained say, about the refs all year. I feel like it was a good game.
0: Yeah. I would say this and I would say this. I would say that the refs were good for majority of the game. You know what I mean? The refs were good for the majority of the game. And it's, um, the refs were good for a majority of the game. And I would say that the call at the end is what really irked me. You know, it's giving the call. You know what I'm saying? When it gets down to the close nitty gritty call, like at the end, I think you got to let that go, man. I think you just got to let them play. And that's where it really gets like this is where it really gets touchy in the playoffs. Because I would agree with you. The refs didn't do a bad job. And if anyone's complaining about the refs, I'm not complaining about the refs as a whole throughout the game. Like I said, Nick's got to the line more times than the Hawks. Not really complaining about that. Trey Young, you know, he had nine, he went nine for nine from the line. But that last time, that last time is when everything just really, really just like irked me because it's giving Trey Young those type of fouls. Yeah. You don't need to give him those type of fouls. He's good enough to get those type of shots. It's, it's in crunch time at this point. Let them play the game. That's what really bothers me. I don't think the refs sucked the entire game. I don't agree with that. But what I, what I do agree with is that they gave him that foul when they didn't need to give him that foul. That's, that's my issue.
1: Yeah. That's my was, issue. I, I don't even, I won't even say it was a 50-50 call. It was probably a 60-40 call, right? Like towards the Knicks, right? Like it was 40% Hawks, but that's what, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, was there some sort of, you know, just a, a lean towards, you know, maybe I'll give this to him because like you said, they gave it to him. Yeah. But it, it, yeah. Wasn't ba- it wasn't a bad, call- it wasn't a non foul. It wasn't a non foul that they called a foul. It w- I, was really my point. I would
0: say this though. Like, I would say this. Um, I would say that I think refs do play. It's like, look, I was, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to, uh, I'm going to try to give an analogy to this. Um, just because I did it as a camp counselor. As a camp counselor, I'm sure <laughs> teachers do this too. <laughs> when you start seeing someone get picked on or just treated unfairly as a counselor and you have that power to help justify or make it right, you sometimes do it. You know, sometimes you see that little kid getting picked on by these bigger kids and you use your power saying, you know what? You get a timeout. Hey, you know what? You don't get to go outside for the first ten minutes. Hey, you know what? You got to sit and t- you do. You start doing mm-hmm. all these things. Yep. And sometimes, you know, also as a counselor, kind of have your favorites because they listen to you, they do the things that you want them to do, and they kind of earn your trust in that manner, right? You learn their
1: propensities. That? You learn
0: their propensities too. Yeah. And so I think for the refs, they won, like Trey Young. I don't think it was enough to say that he was justified that foul but i do think if you add that they like Trey young and the league likes Trey young you know they they do want to prop up the atlanta hawks like that's
1: yeah that, definitely that's, they, they definitely want a long series that, with the knicks regardless.
0: that's just that's that's not known at this point okay they do it for the we, we see the pelicans they try to do it for the pelicans the pelicans are just not met expectations but the hawks are the other darlings yeah uh that they want to get ready to go like the grizzlies Th- these are their yeah. young darlings that they need to Great. Make the league for these. And Atlanta's not a small market, but they're in a market that's not as large as New York or as popular, right? I have a, I have a, I have a cousin that works in Atlanta and I, he, he he runs a parking lot and he always tells me the MLS gets more traffic than the basketball games. That's how sad it is. All right. And that's the, and that's the truth. So I think that I think to your, to your, to your thought though, that yeah, sure. I think it does play out, especially if fans are being, mean and rude to trey young and i don't even say it's just being mean and rude i just say fans being fans just being like f trey young right maybe that yes. does add in a little bit but i think that's just like the little sprinkles cherry on top to mm-hmm. back like, you know what you're gonna get it because guess what you've been you've been getting harassed not only by the players but by the fans
1: yeah, yeah man i i completely agree with your analogy and i'm gonna add a little you know a little cherry on top of that Once that kid who's being bullied starts being arrogant and is giving it back, right, with the shush and the comments and the post game that everyone's read, that's it. He's out. You know what I mean? Like he's not he's not getting that lead game two. And I don't think he's getting any fouls game two. I I, I do I do think it's very likely to be a blowout. However, I do want to point out again with your analogy, because you really reminded me dude, there is somebody being bullied. And his name is Alfred Payton, man. Oh my god! Can I just tell you, on the bench, he is sitting in the second row, all the way in the corner, as if he is
0: on injured reserve. Like, yeah, yeah. It was the same. It was the same way when I went to the game out in uh, TD Garden. It's yeah, but it's the playoffs. Like he was doing
1: that in the regular season, but this is the play. So first of all, like that body language, not 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 on him, but like to watch that. It's tough. Now to talk to talk about his body language in the game and again, I don't know if it's 100% his fault because he plays I, I me and my you know me and my friend were looking at the time, dude. He left the first quarter like he played for like 3 minutes. And then in the second half, he left I think there was like 8:24 left when he got out of the game. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So like yeah, of course he's not running hard of of course he's letting the he's letting the guy in the transition run by him. He is so pissed off. he's pissed off in the morning when he wakes up and has to work like everybody else. He's pissed off when he gets the the fake start in the game, right because he knows he's gonna be taken out in a minute and a half and he's pissed off that honestly like the fans are cheering. The second he gets, he gets out of the game. Yeah, sure. It's for D Rose, but he's getting booed too. Like it's obvious that we're like booing him and cheering D Rose. It's not just a yes, we love D Rose type deal. So I, I just like watching Alfred Payton in person for the, for the regular season. I kind of like let it go by watching like the difference between Theo Pinson or Kevin Knox. I forget Theo Pinson. He doesn't expect to play Kevin Knox who like wants to play really badly and like is trying to crack the rotation and it's probably pissed off that obi's playing and he's not you know what i mean just like mm-hmm. on on a personal basis of course not like pers- you know not like animosity but just like come on dude you know i've been here i want to play and his how he's acting on the bench compared to how for payton is acting and he's actually getting quote-unquote burn it, it's it's a little disheartening to see dude it's a little disheartening to watch Am I crazy here? I, I'm not, I know I'm the Alfred Payne apologist on this podcast, which is like not, not even you know very very low bar, because like we everybody hates Alfred Payne, but it,
0: it's it's a little crazy what we're doing to him. He's a vet. Yeah, I would say that. um And here, like I told you, when I went to see, like he looks like a defeated man. No, minus twenty, minus twenty doesn't help. I get it. He looks I like a it. yeah. No, it, doesn't, <laughs> mean, it it does not. Uh, I get it. You know, he played eight minutes uh, on Sunday. So I get it. Like, I get it. I get this entire season. He says that he's not reading the stuff. He's reading the stuff. Okay. Let's, 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 let's be real. Like, he's totally reading everything that, everything that everyone's written about him, said about him on Twitter or, or anywhere. Right. He has read that stuff. The fact that he doesn't, say that he does read that stuff because if he did say he read that stuff, it would only get amplified more. Okay? Because if he said, Yeah, I do read that stuff, then we just know I everyone would just be posting stuff about Alfred Payton every man single man walking, day. Bro. Just, to, just to get just to get it. Yeah. So I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him because I he's just a product of not fitting on the team more than yeah. I think his skill set, you know. That's just my opinion. I could no. absolutely be wrong, and I have been wrong in the past. No, I think you're right. But I think it's more so his skill set just doesn't fit for this team, right? And yep. what we do is he'd not go for Lakers Lakers
1: this year, Or the Clippers. Or the Clippers yeah, I think he'd be great in one of the LA teams. Like legit,
0: like really good. they fit very well on their team. So I feel bad for him. Um, I think at this point, you know, obviously we can't tell fans what to do. I'm like I don't no, you, yeah, you know absolutely. you know you know you know I don't tweet about Alfred Payton. I really I, like, yeah. I don't because I find it that it's already enough as well it also is. Like it's
1: like it also gets mixed in like it gets mixed into like a a big pot. Like nothing you say is gonna matter. Everyone just sees Alfred Payton and is polarized either left or right on it. And doesn't matter what you say, literally, like the words around his name don't matter. Did you just see Alfred Payne? It's gonna be like, Oh my God, he sucks. Or, Oh my God, leave him alone. Like your boy Tommy D. He's the best point guard to ever walk on the earth, apparently. You know what I mean? Like there's a, it's so polarizing.
0: Oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is Alfred Payne is, uh, He's a, he's a polarizing player. Yeah. I, just, I just feel bad. I feel bad for him. You know, I, I uh, he's not going to be back. I can tell you that. There's no way a player would want to come back. Uh, that's fine. Let me just, so
1: let me just piggyback off that. So, cause I guess we're, we, we really have buried the lead, right? And everybody's been talking about it all day, right? So the buzzer beater, putting Frank in. Okay. So we talked about Alfred Payton. We gave him his whatever, his flowers to be like the dude. We get it. It's not fair. Okay. But now let's talk about what's fair for the Knicks. How? Like, explain to me, Alex. I I know. I know I'm just some kid, right? Like, I know I'm just some guy. I'm not a basketball savant. Explain to me why Alfred Payton is the right man to start, but not the right man to finish. And
0: not for offense, for defensive purposes. I would say this right now. If you're talking about a dead man walking, right? What vigor is he going to have to close the game? Frank would probably have more vigor because he wants to actually play and make more of an impact. Then start him. Hey, you know? Then start him. Like you, you, like that's a that's the thing. Like you, he's if like you need literally minutes, talking if, out of two. Yeah, if you need ahead. eight minutes, and this is where I, I I agree with you. If you just need eight minutes from someone to play point guard, even even though I know Frank Mil- Noah is not a point guard, if you just sure. need eight minutes, which is now nine if you add both of them. He can do, do that. Then just do it. Exactly.
1: Ooh, because dude. you're not asking Alfred Payne to run the offense, bro. He's obviously not running the offense. He's literally just standing there to, so D-Rose doesn't play for 36 minutes. Like that is literally his role on the team. Funny I, enough,
0: he had 38.
1: I know. That's <laughs> what I'm, tra- that's what I'm trying to say. And it didn't even work. That's what I was literally going to say. Like his, his whole shtick is so that he can play and give our point guards a rest. He's not even doing that. And he's not closing the game for defensive purposes. So that's why I wanted to start off by saying like, you know, I feel bad for Elf. It's really not fair. Like what the Knicks fans are doing to him, kind of what the Knicks
0: organization is putting him Into through. In all fairness, he had his chance, man. Into yeah, but, but, he my, chance. But, he's,
1: but he's minus 20 and now it's not fair to the Knicks to, to start him. Like, it's not. You, you're, it's talking about you're talking out of both sides of the straw, dude. You either Frank is a defensive guy to stop Trey Young or it's Elfred. If it's not Elfred, Then why is he starting the game? If he's not going to run the offense and he can't guard Trey Young, why the hell
0: is he in the game starting? I agree. You know what I'm saying? And like,
1: we just need logic at this point. Like, it has to be
0: logic. At this point, at I get the regular season, but at this point, you got to go with Frank if this is what you need. Because if you need if you need ten minutes. Frank, Frank can give, him give you ten, 10 minutes. minutes. Exactly, 10 minutes. let's go. Just give him the
1: ten minutes, and he could hit threes. Remember last year, he was uh, he was he did the RJ. So maybe it's a maybe it's a Knicks thing that we kind of have these corner threes with high percentage. You know what I mean? RJ, who's not a, a, a historically great three point shooter, he has the best corner three. Frank, who's not a historic three point shooter, had the had the highest percentage at the corner. He just
0: threes. has to be aggressive when he does it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He has to shoot. He has, he has to know that when he back gets back to it, week three, bro, back to week three. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> Regular season. But
0: that, but I would rather do that 10 minutes. Whatever. You got 0 for 3 from Alfred Payton. I would take 0 for 0 from Frank Nelokina. At least I know we're not getting wasted shots.
1: <laughs> no the way. There's no way on planet earth, Frank is getting minus 20. He'd get four fouls before getting minus 20. <laughs> I'm not even joking. You really would get four fouls in the first quarter. He's done it before. Oh man, that's a fact.
0: That is a fact.
1: So that's no. my, that's my one thing, bro. That's like my one thing. The pick and roll with Tibbs and like starting Elf. Everything else is fine. I'll blame us and the fans for Trey Young, uh, and the ref, you know, for Trey Young blowing up. I'll blame us, you know, and the fans for the ref giving the foul call. You know, I'll blame us for Julius Randle and the Knicks playing badly, shooting in the first quarter because they were good looks. i literally, I blame it all on the fans, literally, but Tibbs. You you got you gotta do something for me with this pick and roll. And you gotta do something. Please, please, with the starting point guard role. I I, I can't. I can't I I, I just need logic. Is this, if, this if, p- I swear to God, if Alfred Payton ended the game, I would have been perfectly I would have this conversation would never happen.
0: Yeah. No. If he I, ended I, the game, I would've been
1: like perfect. No problem. He's our defensive guy. Like, you know what I mean? This is how we're rolling.
0: But now you're now now with that, right? You're kind of creating this animosity where it's like, all right, so I'm just here to start. For, I'm just, I'm just a minutes guy. That's literally what you're asking. You're no, with a no role,
1: guy. with no role, no yeah, defensive no, no, or offensive no, role.
0: None whatsoever. The fact that you have to choose Frank says, it says a hell of a lot. So just Dude, go that, with that's him. the
1: point guard. That's the point guard. That's a, that's like you putting for some perspective, the quarterback. That's like you putting a quarterback in with no game plan for just he a couple this. plays.
0: We're Jets fans. We saw this.
1: For just a couple. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, literally Tebow. He's like, he's Yeah, like, yeah I was about Tebow, to say. bro. It's crazy. I didn't even think about it. He's fact,
0: dude. By the way, I love your Pierre Desir tweet. Uh Dude, with, I'm so um, mad. I'm so I'm mad so that he reminds angry. me of Pierre Desir. I'm so angry that that. I saw that. I was like, and I had to say, in all fairness, Pierre Desir actually had some interceptions and it looked like you look at his number you're like, mm, not bad. But if you watch that gameplay, you're like he had one game, right? Pierre had one game,
1: just like Elf had one game for us. But he had like that one big game for the Knicks this year. Well, you got in, in relation,
0: yes. You got one game in the team. NFL is like some five games that we had from Elf for Payton that were good. Whatever. But whatever, man. And We're here. We're in the playoffs. Frank, Frank needs to, to do this. I think we covered all the bases with what, what we saw game one. Um I need, I, man. I need one and one, bro. I need one and one back in the We Atlanta, need one and bro. one. We cannot go down to Atlanta, oh, and two. We need to go one and one, and we got to take one down there to make this thing, uh, to make this thing a series. We need them, we need to give them some, uh, taste of their own medicine. You know what I mean? But yeah. So, so one and one, then two and two? Yeah, man. Okay. Two and two, two and
1: two, get back to game five. That, that, that's where, that's where, are we both on the same page here? Yep. Okay, Let's cool. do that.
0: Let's cool. do that. All cool. right. But before we end, I know you want to talk a little bit about, uh, some NBA playoffs. So this is our et cetera section right now. Just so you all know. We're going right into it. No break. Right here, right now. Let's get uh-huh. this. Let's get into this. John, what game did you like? Uh, I'll tell you this right now. I watched that Bucks Heat game. OT, good way to start off playoffs. I really liked it. Really, really liked it. Um, playing games were also awesome. I had to talk about that too. Playing yeah. games were really, were really exciting. Um, I was I was really hope. I was with uh moke I really hope. That Washington did beat the Celtics so that we would have had oh, no. uh, a Westbrook, uh, Katie matchup, but we did not. Uh, we're going to have to watch the Celtics get smoked by the Nets. So. Yep. That, that's, uh, that's what we got. Tatum will have another game though. Tatum, I mean, Tatum killed
1: it in the play. The play I agree with you, were amazing. I mean, we got, we got Stefan LeBron,
0: which felt like a finals game. Dude, that was, that was a really good game. I'm shocked. LeBron's three to, to win the game. That was, that was good, man. I, uh, I, That's like, awesome. Playing, I don't know who's been complaining about the play-in. Stop it. <laughs> this, this, is, this is beautiful. That was some fun basketball. The
1: only thing that sucks, to be fair, is that they're at a disadvantage. Because like, now the Lakers played an extra game. There was no chance they were going to win game one versus Phoenix. I, I mean, I had I had Phoenix all the way for game one. Not only because they're... I mean, the Lakers were favored in that game, which is insane. And they hit, so I, I, do think it puts them at a little bit of a disadvantage, but you know what, man? Don't be the seventh seed. Don't be the eighth seed. <laughs> you know, I, 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 love the, I love the play in two. So is, is the Bucks heat your favorite series right now?
0: They're definitely, that was my favorite series. Um, okay. game one at least. Game one, at least I know they got boat raced uh, today, but, uh,
1: well, it's halftime. It's not looking great. 78 51. Yeah. I mean, Claudio's hyped. He's wishing we played the heat. You hear that, Claudio?
0: <laughs> This is what happens. <laughs> I was with you, buddy. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to slander you that much. He's chirping um, at us, Alex. He's chirping at us right now. I know we got to get him back on and, uh, to talk, <laughs> 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 but I like that. I like that matchup. And that Celtics didn't really do it for me. Yeah. That uh, should be a gentleman's sweep. Yeah. It really should be. Um, Tatum will get one though. Portland. How about our guy Melo? Yo, Portland versus Denver versus your Nuggets. I, I'm for, I, I, I enjoy the Nuggets. It'd been a lot different if Murray, Jamal Murray was in there. there. The walking meme, the walking meme. But <laughs> honestly, because he's not there, I really do want Portland to keep moving forward. I really got to see Mel keep going, man. I really got to see it. Yeah, I mean these. I mean this has to go seven.
1: I cannot imagine oh, 100%. this. One hundred seven.
0: Two years ago, they had,
1: they faced off. They went seven. This is going seven. It's a perfectly matched series. I, is it's gonna be one of my favorites. I just want the over in every game. I, I personally thought, I even tweeted it that I thought, especially how the Nuggets came out, that every home team was gonna win and it was gonna go seven and then we'll see what happens. Uh, it turned out to be wrong. I, honestly, with my luck, it would probably be the away team wins every game after that statement. <laughs> but, uh, I, that is definitely a series
0: that's exciting. The Heat Bucks, it's gonna be 0-2, but and they play. They're the next game tonight, man. We're not, you know, we're recording this before that game. We get. Uh, who do you got? In. It's gonna be one one. Oh yeah, Denver's gonna win this one.
1: Yeah. Uh it's so good. I it's thought good. that he were gonna to win. To be off, to be fair, I also thought that he were gonna tie it up in Milwaukee. It would have been a steal though. So Denver winning it would is like the Knicks winning because they have the home field. If Miami wins, they'll be stealing one in Milwaukee versus the number three seed. So it is unlikely, but I, I honestly did. Think the Heat were gonna win. The only thing that was kinda weird, and I know nobody really cares, but especially you, but there was reverse line movement. So the public was on one side and then the line was going the other way. I mean, it's just spells disaster. So Vegas knew what was up.
0: For sure. And let what's let's, let's get into this one too, because I thought I thought this was an interesting matchup. We had the uh, you know, Clippers just let's actually talk about these two teams. We had the Clippers and the Jazz drop the ball. First day home court being favorites. Clippers lost to the Mavs and we had, uh, the Jazz losing to Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. No, Dara Mitchell, the boy Spider. I know. Local boy. But, hey, but the thing about Utah though is supposed to be that they're deep. So it didn't matter. That's the whole point.
1: But dude, okay. what is, what is, I mean, I, I, I tweeted out our guy, Jacob Hatch, uh, or Jake Hatch, um, friend of, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. What's going on in Utah, dude? Do you see all these reports coming out of their locker room?
0: No, I haven't. What's been going on?
1: Oh no. We have we have verified, you know, sports writers coming out saying that the locker room is divided. Uh on Donovan Mitchell versus uh Gobert. This is still going on. Yeah, a new new thing because the under the the first story coming out was Spider is pissed at The jazz for making him sit down with a sprained ankle. And it was kind of against his wishes. Mm. And now today comes out. He's definitely playing tomorrow. And also on the side, a little bit of, um, unnamed Utah jazz player sources. That's how, that's how it came out saying that there's two camps, Gobert and, and Mitchell. And they actually are leaning towards Gobert because when Mitchell comes in, he's just like a score first guy and he kind of ruins the momentum. Which kind of plays towards the narrative of how the Jazz have two sixth men. <laughs> like, how do you have two sixth men on one team? Which, really quick tangent, that was a really cool way uh, for them to present the sixth man to uh, Jordan Clarkson today on NBA on TNT. They had, Clark- they had Clarkson and Ingles sit next to each other. Uh, and they had uh, told Ingles, like, before he was in on it. And he, like, announced to Clarkson right on the spot uh, that he was the sixth man of the year. So that was, like, a really cool thing. But yeah, It's cool. What do you think about the Jazz, man? Like, so, so much, so much weird stuff's going on. They're supposed to be cruising in this series. Like, like we just said, the Grizzlies played two playing games and they won game one. So there goes that, there goes that, you know,
0: excuse narrative at the window. Hey, man, you know, you need to have a happy locker room to win. Uh, usually winning cures all, but it, it, this is still riding over from, uh, COVID. This I thought that is, was done with two. I, I'm with is, you. This is insane, but uh, it's not necessarily
1: insane. I mean – bo- It is insane because they both have insane contract extensions that they just signed.
0: So yeah, but, but, it what, actually we, is insane. You Let me tell you something. Gobert's not getting traded.
1: Neither <laughs> is Mitchell.
0: Mitchell he, – he He's not getting traded now, but he will be traded. I can, okay, I can, get, I can tell you that. He will be yes. – Because no team is going to say, yeah, let me take a defensive center on a $200 million contract. Get, yeah. No, give me the shooting guard. I'll yeah. take that guy. Uh, but the defensive player of the year guy, he's not going anywhere. I got you. No, he's not going. <laughs>
1: yeah, even though he's a flopper, I got you.
0: He's not going anywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got you. No, you're but right.
0: That's he. he Donovan
1: Mitchell is going to be the odd man out. That's why I kind of find some truth in this report. I kind of see how they're like with Gobert and the whole like chemistry with the two six men going on and how he comes in and just trying to score and be the hero because of
0: especially last year's playoffs, he was the hero. But in all fairness. I mean, he's really Numbers. good. Exactly. In, in all fair, and you know what? When the Jazz lost, did they lose Gordon Hayward? No, they had Gordon Hayward still that season. Or did they lose him? With, with I don't think he's never played with Mitchell. You're right. No, he's. You're right. No, no, no. That was the thing. They lost Hayward, and they weren't even. They were questioned whether or not they would make the playoffs, and they make it with Donovan Mitchell, who's rookie season. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, He's kind of, you know, risen up to the challenge of doing it. So it's not, it's not unreasonable to respect Donovan Mitchell and for him to be a score first guard. That's who he is. Yeah. But that's interesting. Something to monitor. You know, World Wide West and Leon Rose are monitoring that. So
1: scary though. Scary. I don't want
0: anyone. I don't want to talk about that because yeah, we're, we're on the playoff episode. Yeah. Let's, we don't have to talk about that. We're not getting yeah, yeah. into that. That's for yeah, yeah. something later down the road, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but let's talk about. Let's talk about the, the Clipper other. series. Clippers, Mavs. Luka Doncic, man, he's a man. He's he's insane. Absolutely, I, dude, dude is insane. I the, could not believe the, the, everything. The, I could believe, but I really couldn't believe
1: the when he uh, when he sunned Patrick Beverly and gave him the year too small." Ooh. I guess Emmanuel quickly was watching that because I don't know if you guys noticed on TV. But as soon as he, uh, went in on Trey Young, he had that floater. He literally came back saying he's too short. He's too small. So like, (laughs) and we were all going nuts. We all saw it. So also another thing, like we are just like poking that bear all game. (laughs) Like again, (laughs) like another story, another story. Dude, Luka Doncic and phenomenal doing it by himself, him and the Tim Hardaway trade, right? I mean. (laughs) Porzingis is like two for a hundred, bro. We're mad at Randall. Like, if poor Zingus did what he did on Game One, we oh, would be upset. We would injure him. We would injure him. We'd be like, you'd he like, he'd he'd be, he'd, do, be do, do,
0: do. he'd be hassled, heckled, bombarded, throwing he'd get tomatoes like at. crazy. bro. Because, but the other thing is that KP's game, unlike Randall, who's become a true facilitator and look for guys, KP was a chuck. Like let's remember when after Timmy went down, KP was just chucking a lot of shots and a lot of bad mid range shots. Okay, he wasn't really posting up. Actually, I was listening to I was listening to that I was listening to that game, and they were like, KP could do everything. He's got the mid range, the long range. He could post up. I was like, post up. What What game have you? What are you? What are you watching? Oh, so, I, w- I was ready to tweet that. I was like, "I'm not doing this today. I, I really can't." But when they said KP posting up, I was like, "That is actually the weakest part of his game is posting up. Like, yeah. actually,
1: um, but, just, the, the, the most post up he does is the mellow from the from the corner fade away. Oh yeah, fade away baseline. That's the most post ups he. does. Oh yeah, he does
0: absolutely. But um, dude,
1: even watching last game, I, I I was hoping that you like because we didn't discuss this. I was hoping that you kind of st- stood by on on the chucking thing. Because he had, there was one specific three pointer that's in my brain. It was, it was like, it was the the arc, like the arc corner, uh, towards the screen, uh, like the left side of the court, if that matters. He literally took the ball and it was like straight up like a high school kid in the church league that doesn't know how to play basketball. And he like literally like is, you know, holds the ball above his shoulder and chucks it. Like he literally had a chuck three. Like, it was, it was it. Like, it was, it was a push. Like, it was like a push three. I was like, do it, it, it literally, it hit. I even remember the announcer saying, missed everything except for the bottom of the backboard. It literally hit the bottom right side of the backboard. That's insane. See, this is,
0: it was for tough to a watch. Guy, for a guy who's injury prone, who has poor basketball IQ at times. Not angry that he's, not angry that he's gone. Not angry that he's gone. Uh, Still, uh, we don't even need to talk about whether or not he can, how much we could have gotten for him. Not angry that he's gone. Last game I want to get up, get over because you touched on it was the Clippers Suns game. I know the Suns won the first one, but they, they won in convincing fashion. Sure. The Lakers may have been tired, but the way that they played, the way they were able to utilize Devin Booker, DeAndre Eaton, how Chris Paul was able to run, you know, you use, you use Cam Johnson, you have Mikhail Bridges all working together, right? It was just, it was, it was tight. It, it was, it was, it was, it was awesome. When I mean, when I say tight, but I, I like the way that they play, I think they're the most complete team out there. And I think the Lakers are really going to have to go six, seven games with the Suns because the Suns are, uh, yeah. Yeah. What? I just, what do
1: you think about Chris Ball getting injured in the first quarter or first half?
0: I know that's always a concern.
1: Yeah. Like, Here's the thing. If it goes seven, like just our basketball minds, you know, and and nothing else, we have a closeout game in the playoffs with Chris Paul versus LeBron James. Like, I don't care what, you know what I'm saying? How, how are, my question is, as much as I love the Suns, I literally have a future on the Suns. I also have a Lakers championship future that I I placed a long time ago. I don't care about. So like, either way, it's fine. I want the Suns to win this series. How in the world are the Phoenix Suns gonna close? How? Like I understand Aiton is the X Factor here. Because if he could shut down AD, everyone's talking about AD's not like himself. He's not like himself because he was playing Aiton, who might be the best big man in the league that nobody talks about. But I just how is Chris Paul gonna close it against LeBron? We saw what LeBron did against the Warriors, granted it was the Warriors. But he shot from the logo. But he doesn't
0: need but he doesn't need to go off, as you saw. Paul played 36 minutes, but you had 34 points from Devin Booker and 21 points from DeAndre Ayton. That, that, those two guys, plus with Mikhail Bridges sure, and Cam Johnson, all these guys who didn't necessarily shoot well, you mm-hmm. know, they didn't shoot great. They're just there but they they're there and they you you can't let them go. They're doing everything though. They're moving off ball, they're setting screens, they're doing everything you're supposed to do as a complete basketball team. And that's what I like about this team. And I think when you see when you ha- when you can go 10 deep in the playoffs and you have to you have to account for all of those guys. The Lakers don't have 10 guys. In my mm-hmm. opinion, they can go account for they're saying, "All right, this guy, this guy, this guy, you know, we can go down the line, right? We can say Kyle Kuzma <laughs> yeah, you don't know what you're going to get. Trez Harrell, sure. Maybe he shows a six man of the year himself, or maybe not. Who Honestly, knows? that, that matchup Wes with Jay Crowder. Matthews? He's done. Honestly,
1: the, 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 his, his matchup with Jay Crowder, they're like the same person. He has no shot.
0: Yeah, I would take Jay Crowder though. Yeah. <laughs> um, like Andre Drummond played well. Dennis Schroeder, sure. Yeah. KCP, you don't know what day, you don't know what you're going to get out of yeah. KCP, depending on the night. Kyle Kuzma, like I said, Harold, meh. West Matthews, stop on the Caruso have a game. Caruso is a guy that you have to watch out for because he's going to yeah. hustle out hustle you. Mm-hmm. Horton Tucker, you think, you think he's going to have a game? That's, do I think he's going to have a game? Yeah, like cause he's going to have the a only game. way. That's the only way the
1: Lakers are going to win. He's going to. they going to have to. Caruso he's be like an X you factor. Said,
0: yeah. he's going to be an X factor. He'll be okay. an X factor. But I'd rather. But you see, we just listed the ten guys, and uh-huh. they didn't even use. uh Marquise Morris. Yeah, then they don't, they don't. So they they never do. Yeah, but I'm just saying that I'd rather use him though than I don't know. I'd use him in some situations in all honesty, but over Drummond, <laughs> your boy. No, I'm not talking Uh,
1: he had some bad defense. He was bad on defense. I mean, he was, he's, he was bad. He was, he was, he's not a defensive very, guy. He's very, not a very defensive bad. guy.
0: Just not. Do you um, think
1: we were mad about pick and rolls,
0: dude? You pick and roll him.
1: That was it's over. one of my. I told you, man. One it's of my over. biggest
0: fears about about getting it. That was I was like, if you, if you, I do not want a guy who's just a sieve on pick and roll,
1: dude. Chris Paul and Devin and D Booker literally run around the look oh, court looking for, for him. Insane. They literally look for him so that they can get a screen. Like they oh, literally, like they run around to his side, get the screen so that he has to switch off. That's like literally their whole game plan. Yep. It's
0: hilarious. It's it's bonkers. Yeah. very bonkers. Um, but. I trust the Suns 10 more so than the Lakers 10. Um, Me too. I think, I think, I think if the Lakers do win, it will go seven. Uh, I think for the Suns, if they do win, they have to do it in six. Wow. They have to do it in six.
1: That's a, That's in LA. They're going to close I, it in LA.
0: I understand that, but they have to do it in six. If they're going, it's insane to say, but they have, they can't allow, oh, no. that's a, the whole they thing. can't, they can't allow a game seven.
1: We're we're on the same page. How can you close out LeBron? You're gonna close out LeBron in seven in Phoenix. You're gonna close out LeBron in six in L. A. at home. No chance. It was even if they're like you know like I, I that that's like I'm 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 so glad you're you're on the same page as me because like we both have watched basketball, especially like for our whole lives, but this year specifically, we watch basketball. This year, we watch the Suns games. We watch the Lakers games. There hasn't been that many Lakers games when they're all healthy. So we've watched more Suns games. So maybe we're a little biased. They also have been playing unbelievably well. They also have the coach of the year. They also probably have the, probably the best guard tandem with, with, with and Booker. One of the and, best big men. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the best big men. Nobody talks about. People that ever heard of DeAndre Ayton, you know what I mean? Like it's
0: crazy. And that's sad too because he. I didn't like the first. I didn't like him as a draft pick, but he's really improved defensively. He's, <laughs> he's really a, improved.
1: Might be the best big man in the league. Like he has. He has, an, he has an argument, a solid, solid argument for being the best big man in the league. And we're still sitting here. We're still sitting here, Alex. Like yeah, and Lakers are not a playing game. They're they're not. They're injured. Da 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 da. Jared like nothing. Jared Dudley, and you know he's on. He, of course he's not playing, but like we're talking about. Horton Tucker and Alex Caruso as X factors, and we're still sitting here. Like, how can you close out LeBron,
0: dude?
1: It's so tough. you think? So you think? So you think that's gonna go seven? You, what do you think the bu- I What do you think the Bucks and Heat are gonna go now? You six. think the Heat are gonna? You think the Heat are gonna like make it close still, even though they're they're down o2 going to Miami?
0: I think it's gonna go six for Bucks. Okay, so okay, so
1: that's still that's still gonna.
0: They'll be in Miami to do that one, but I still think it goes six.
1: So you think you think Miami will win the next couple two at home? Just You know, not holding to the fire here. I'm just curious. Is how how you think the series is gonna go?
0: I think that was. I think the Bucks will win one in Miami. They're gonna split. They're both. Oh, gonna so split. it'll be a three-one back to Milwaukee. Yeah.
1: Okay. That that whole deal three-two, and then yeah. okay, that's fine. What do you think? Do you think the Clippers are gonna are gonna make it out? What do you think is going Clippers? If Dallas. They d- if they don't make it
0: out. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm, I'm just saying this. If they don't make it out, Kawhi opting out, that becomes a real thing.
1: Okay. So what do you think? You think, you think
0: Dallas, you think Dallas can't make it, right? I think Clippers going to win too. I think you're leading that way. I'm leading that. Way. I think the yeah. Clippers got it. I think they can get, you can give game one sometimes. Um, I think the Clippers have to turn it up. I think they're going to turn it up. I don't think. And I but don't if, think I don't think Luka can just carry this entire. T- You're going to need a second guy. I do not believe in Tim Hardaway It's G- <laughs> not going to be Tim Hardaway G- uh,
1: Brunson Brunson's been really good, by the way. Brunson, Brunson is
0: good. He's a guy I would like on the Knicks, by the way. Just throwing that out. Brunson there Brunson, uh, yeah, I would like Brunson on the Knicks. Ugh. He's a he's um I think he's a restricted free agent though, so that's yeah. going to be. But his be, dad, come on. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I don't like I like Brunson, but he's not your two. Ugh. Tim Hardaway's not a two. AP? Fit, get, all right, <laughs> you get out of here. KP, <laughs> he's a halfway two. So yeah, that's it. So that's Clippers. T- yeah, I got the Clippers. But, okay. we So we got the predictions out there. Just look for our tweets from the Knicks, Jets, etc. Podcast uh handle. You'll find it. But, John, I think that covers it up for this NBA talk. All right. What? You got one more thing to say?
1: No, I just uh, – beware of the Grizzlies. We've been watching them all year.
0: Oh, yes. Beware the Grizzlies. I – I agree. I JJJ, do, JJ, you Jonas. You asked me, you asked me about Utah. I don't believe him. I, I do not believe him. I,
1: I could do I not. could see, I could see Memphis winning you, it. I, I promise. do not, you. I do not believe Utah. I know I have my prediction as Jazz and Four. I, I, I could see the Grizzlies taking the series. Dylan Brooks is annoying as hell. Though. I
0: know, I think I chose a Jazz. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I chose a Jazz, but I do not believe in the Jazz. I chose the Jazz because they should do it. It's first round ja- number I love one. JJJ.
1: JJJ and Jonas Valentunas, you know. That's my, yeah. that's my guy.
0: I, do, I don't trust the Jazz, but they should do it. Um, but, yo, that's it, everyone. Thank you for tuning in for another Knicks episode of the Knicks Chits, Etc. Podcast. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Please make sure to give us a five-star review if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts. And also make sure to leave a comment, all right? Because that is – come on. That's just a nice thing to do if you like this podcast, and we appreciate that type of stuff. And – Thank you, John, for for reminding about this. We are now doing voicemails. If you want to do voicemails, make sure to click on the link in the Twitter bio, and it will take you to Anchor, the website, and you can see how you can leave us a voicemail there. We are now going to be incorporating voicemail messages into these podcasts, so make sure to leave us a voicemail if you want to be in. It will answer some of your questions or listen to your takes uh at the end of the podcast what we'll do or we'll try to figure out how we're going to integrate them but please make sure to do that also just to get back on the whole spiel we are available on all audio streaming platforms we are on spotify google play amazon alexa you name it we are there please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms so you can follow our content as well as make sure you can follow for when we give updates on other things as well we're on instagram facebook and twitter all right everyone that's it. Knicks, let's let's get back on this winning streak. We're going to get game two. Don't worry. I know it's upset. I know it's stressful that we didn't get game one because it was right there in our grips to get it. But don't worry. We're getting right back on track. So catch you later, everyone. That's it for this. I promise to lose my voice at game two.
1: Thank let's you. go, Knicks.